I'm Nelly Sapon, and this is Two Southern Corners. In every episode, you listen to short stories written by my friend, Eleni Noah, and I. Each story is spiced with flavor from our Latina and African roots. You can also read them on twosoutherncorners.com. That is, twosoutherncorners.com. Listen now to one of our short, long-lasting stories. In Adela's Eyes, Part 2, written by Eleni Noah. The gossip passed from ranch to ranch, and from farmhand to farmhand, until it reached the ears of other ranchers and business partners. They all knew each other and ended up understanding why Julio had never married. The more traditional and conservative ones condemned him. They also lobbied to stop inviting him to association events, auctions, club parties and any other event where they had to see his face. Julio didn't quite understand why, but he was happy to stop receiving invitations. He was tired of seeing the same old men, and talking about the same old subjects, which never went beyond cattle and politics. One afternoon, Bruno showed up in front of the house. Julio didn't understand why, but he thanked him for his visit and invited him to have a drink together inside, away from the heat. Bruno sipped from the glass his friend had poured for him while he thought about How to ask if what he had been told only a few days before was true. Someone told me something about you a few days ago. Julio was curious about the gossip. It was the first time they had talked about him, at least so openly. He got up from the armchair to go to the window to ensure that the farmhands weren't loitering. They said that every now and then you visit the cows at siesta when everyone is napping. Julio turned suddenly towards his friend and his hand hit a lamp, knocking over the glass he was holding. The panic on his face, together with the clatter of the glass shattering on the floor, ended up confirming everything to Bruno. His friend was a zoophile. Does everybody know already? said Julio after a while, avoiding Bruno's eyes, completely embarrassed. Yes, but it's not so bad. It's even understandable. You spend so much time alone here, far from everything. Bruno tried to make himself comfortable in the armchair while avoiding looking at Julio. It does me a lot of good, Julio confessed. It's been a long time since I've done that. And I needed it. Bruno clutched his glass. He wanted to run away, but he couldn't turn his back on his best friend. Aren't there any woman you like? What kind of woman am I going to find here? None of them can give me what I really need. I think maybe someone like your wife could do it. She's decent, said Bruno. Yeah, I'd like someone like her replied Julio. But 
if she's decent. She won't like what you're doing. You know that, don't you? Bruno insisted. She won't? Of course not. If you tell a woman like that what you're doing, she'll leave you. Julio sat down, defeated. Shouldn't someone accept him as he is? Was it so terrible that he cried? He held back his tears so Bruno wouldn't see him doing something he clearly considered very shameful. I'm not doing it right now, just because you are here, you know? Bruno's face twisted, but he remained silent. Do you really think I can get someone like your wife? Asked Julio finally, after a long silence with some expectation. Bruno spent the night at the house and left early the next morning. The hope his friend had given him relieved Julio so much that he stopped doing the crying therapy for a while. Weeks after his visit, Bruno gave him the number of his wife's friend, a young widow with no children. Letizia was very attractive. She was 10 years younger than Julio and wore little makeup for their dates, something Julio liked very much. He traveled to Asuncion every Friday afternoon to spend the weekend with her. They did a lot of things, all of them her ideas. Breakfast in a cafe, shopping in the mall, going on walks. Julio even dared to sit on the floor and do yoga with her. Decades ago, he would never have wasted his time on such nonsense, but now he even enjoyed it. The only thing they didn't do was to sleep together. It wasn't something Julio sought after either, but it did strike him as peculiar that Letizia made him sleep in the spare room. He had never insisted after she had said she wanted to go slow. He even liked that she was different. Letizia had already heard the rumors about Julio from Bruno's wife. It was the first thing she had told Letizia when the woman offered to set her up with a handsome, mature rancher with no family. A man who would only see her on weekends and who would leave her be the other days. Okay, so what's the catch? Letitia had asked. A man with no family at his age, rich and not at all ugly, must have done something wrong. Well, they say he does it with the cows. But it's not that big of a deal. Her friend minimized the gravity of what she had just said. Then she explained it was almost normal in the business. After all, a man had needs and being so far away from everything, he had to improvise. That disgusted Letizia and it made her reject Julio at first. But curiosity and a picture of him looking so good got the better of her. That's how they got together. Julio had never been so happy in his life. He didn't even mind going slowly because what he enjoyed was wasting time with Letizia, doing silly things together, like going to the cinema, walking hand in hand, or even napping, each in their own hammock in the courtyard's corridor. He had never read a fiction book in his life, but he started to enjoy it with her. 
He had even dared to try vegan food, something he had sworn he would never do. But that was how it was with love. Yes, Julio was in love for the first time ever. At the ranch, people saw Julio in high spirits. He no longer complained about everything. He even trusted Gerardo more with the running of things, especially on weekends when he disappeared. Juana no longer worried about losing her job. It had been a while since Julio had called her at night. But she was still there, doing all the chores. One look at her boss was enough to know what was going on. The boss has a girlfriend. Checho didn't believe Juana because Julio kept disappearing at siesta and he knew why. He just couldn't say it anymore. Gerardo had threatened to have him fired if he continued to spy on the boss and gossip. Plus, they wouldn't even let him drink anymore. Someone had told Gerardo about his hip flask, so the foreman had also taken that joy from him. That made Checho hate Julio even more. Why couldn't they do what they wanted and Julio could? Julio could drink, fuck cows, and have money. Why couldn't he? Julio did continue to go to the fields. But he no longer cried. Letizia had erased his heaviness and dried his eyes. But the habit had settled on him. He liked the silence of the fields, the absence of urgency, the simplicity of the cows. He also liked to visit Adela because she was no longer just a dumb ruminant. She was his mother. Adela listened to him. She didn't judge him. She kept him company. When he arrived, Adela would go to the shade and lie down, inviting him to lie on her belly. They would nap together for a while, and he would talk to her, remembering his childhood. She was the mother he had always wanted. He loved his cow mum. What a schmuck, said Checho when he saw Julio frolicking with a cow. The scene seemed grotesque from afar, crude, feminine. It was something to laugh at and to tell everyone about. But Checho couldn't do it anymore, just as he couldn't do many other things because he was poor, because he wasn't like Julio. Letizia had a big dilemma. She was in love with Julio. I couldn't go beyond the hugging and kissing. Every weekend was a struggle because she wanted him closer and she still couldn't bring herself to do it. She wanted him in her bed. His secrets, however, put the brakes on her desires. Letizia couldn't even wrap her mind around him doing such unnatural things. She didn't want to leave him so the only thing she could think of was to confront him and make him promise not to do any of it again and to get tested, of course. She had to make sure he didn't have any bugs that could infect her in bed. Only then would she agree to continue the relationship. I know what you do in the field at siesta, Letitia told him one Saturday morning over the table. She had planned for a long talk making breakfast at home to ensure the intimacy necessary for him to be comfortable 
and to put him in a good mood too. She had even prepared his favorite breakfast, a lot of eggs and bacon, such awful things for a vegan like her. Her words didn't startle Julio. He knew that at some point, Bruno would tell his wife, there was only one step from that ear to Letitia's. He even already thought about what to do. He didn't want to lose her, so he took the time to eat the bread in his hand, finish his coffee in two gulps, pour himself a glass of juice, and then reply. I won't deny that I used to do it, but I don't anymore. Not since we met. His answer moved Letizia. She would no longer have to give him the sermon she had prepared, which even included words from Father Jose's last mass. There were only details left to negotiate. Julio continued, There's something I'll not stop doing though, because it's good for me. I don't want to hide anything from you, so I'd like to show it to you. Will you go with me to the ranch? A thousand things went through Letizia's head, a thousand possibilities about what he might be doing. She agreed to go with him, out of curiosity, but also out of love. It was the first time he had invited her to his ranch. A step she considered a big one in their relationship. They finished breakfast, prepared a bag of clothes and terere, then got into his truck. Julio had never enjoyed those hours of driving on the road so much. Letitia passed him the guampa from time to time. She had learned quickly the exact amount of water he liked and how often she had to pass him the guampa. They talked about a thousand things, including Bruno's wedding. She had also been to the party and criticized the same things he had, adding others that only a woman could have noticed. That was what Julio always wanted, and he had found it. What more could he ask for? They arrived at the house after Letizia had come down three times on the way to open the gate for him. Julio was in an excellent mood. He even thanked Gerardo when the foreman announced they had already delivered the cows that Julio had promised the mayor for the town's patronal festival. If everything continued to go smoothly under his foreman, Julio could soon spend less time at the ranch and more time with Letizia. After introducing his girlfriend, showing her the house and having a quick lunch, they got back to the truck. Checho watched them drive away, baffled. When they arrived at the usual place, Julio got out and went straight to the trees. Adela was not in a usual spot, so he looked for her. Letizia got out of the truck, promising herself she would have the stomach for what he intended to show her. If it was too grotesque, she would end the relationship there and would head home. She loved him, but there was a limit to everything. Julio walked from one head to the other, looking for the mark between Adela's eyes. When he was on the 20th animal, he got desperate and ran from one side to the other, searching and shouting his mother's name. Letizia was already tired and hot, so she lay down in the shade and drank some water. After half an hour, Julio returned. 
he fell to his knees on the ground, defeated. Letitia was frightened. He didn't answer anything she asked and only wept. He cried, screamed and pounded his fist on the ground. She didn't know what to do, so she pulled him to her and cradled him, stroking his back as he soaked his blouse with tears, snot and drool. Meanwhile, 30 minutes away and the nearest town, the mayor was enjoying an excellent cut someone had just taken off the grill. Oh man, this meat, absolutely delicious. Jose, let me know when Don Julio arrives. I'm going to thank him for his contribution. He sent word that he's not coming, but he personally chose the cows for you, boss. Wow, really? Yes, boss. That's what Checho told me when he came to deliver the meat. Awesome. Did you like what you just listened to? Then subscribe to our newsletter on 2southerncorners.com to be the first one to receive a new story every week. Don't forget to share this with your friends. We'd also love to hear from you. Send us a message on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there as nelisapong 37 and eleni.noah. And last but not least, please consider supporting us so we can continue delivering these short stories to you here and on our website. You can do this with a monthly or a one-time contribution at buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners. That is buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners. See you next time.